T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Happy Friday, everybody. Good morning. Hope everyone's had a great start to the day. Little Kenny Chesney to get things started. It is Friday. Beautiful outside. We've had that the last few Fridays. Nice to, you know, look out the window, see the sun shining. Good running weather we've had this week. Can't wait to uh, get a nice run in to kick off the weekend. Hey, I want to get right into it. Going to start off... uh, I got, I'm going all over the place in the open here, so hopefully you can follow. I think you can. Uh, first, I want to say thank you to everyone for texting suggestions during the show last week of things to do in Lake Placid. You guys are great. I love the text board, and for reasons like that, you know, I said, hey, going to Lake Placid after the show, what should I see? A lot of great suggestions on the, uh, on the text board, so appreciate that. Katie and I had a great time. You know, with everything going on, the pandemic uh, for the last three, four months, not really being able to do much, um, it was nice to get away. Obviously, we had our masks on when we went, to, went in public. We uh, social distanced, all that good stuff. But it was just nice to get away, relax, refresh. And uh, so it was, was good to get out of town for a few days. And again, thank you for everyone uh, with those suggestions. Also, last week... Vince called at the end of the nine o'clock hour and I hung up on him. Vince, if you are listening, I apologize because we literally used your phone call to set up the rest of the show. Last week when we made that uh, sudden turn in topics in the middle of the show, 
Well, it was because of Vince's call, and it might have been at the beginning of the 10 o'clock hour. It was somewhere end of 9, beginning of 10. Um, so, Vince, I apologize for hanging up because your call actually set up what I thought was a pretty good show. So, if you're listening, call in today if you uh, want to on the topic, and I promise I will not hang up on you. So, I just wanted to get that out there. Uh, a faux pas on my part did not mean, well, I, at the time I did mean to hang up, but I shouldn't have because it really did set up the rest of the show. Okay, uh, before we get to today's topic, uh, social media, and I know the answer, the, the quick answer here is, Joe, why don't you just sign off of social media? Why don't you just stop going on Twitter every day? And yeah, that sounds great, but you have to remember, uh, and I'll admit it, I'm a millennial, and uh, it's difficult for us not to be on so- social media. It's difficult not to go on Twitter. You know, when I get to work, there's the first three things I do. I uh, set up the board, I pull the weather, and I sign in to all of my social media accounts. It's just second nature by now. So, yes, it should be easier to sign off social media, to just not check Twitter Every 20 minutes. I wish I could. I really, really do. However, I can't. So that's how we're going to start this conversation. I can't. But you know what I'm noticing is lacking original content on Twitter. Have you noticed this? Or maybe on your Facebook page. You go on Twitter, you go on Facebook, and it's everyone criticizing the president, right? But there's no... Uh, That doesn't bother me as much. Obviously, I disagree with a lot of the criticisms, but that doesn't bother me as much. It's the fact that you scroll onto your Twitter newsfeed and it's all the same thing. It's the same tweet. It's all, you know, uh, President Trump, how can we have this in the White House? These, this isn't normal. Yeah, we've heard that for four years. You're not giving us anything new. We get it. You don't like Trump. Okay, move on. It's the same stuff. Could you at least be original with it? How many times do you scroll down Twitter, you see someone criticize the president and tag an NPR article? Oh, wow, real original. Uh, yeah, uh, I, uh, I don't like the president, and um, here's what NPR said about him. Oh, great, thanks. Thanks for that, that great content you're, you're uh, providing on Twitter. If you're going to criticize President Trump, do it, do it how you haven't seen it before, okay? Be original. That was the the great thing about social media when it first came out. With Instagram and Facebook, people were original. You know, you see Barstool, I know a lot of people don't like Barstool, but you see the stuff they put out, you might not like it, but at least it's original content. At least it's not the same thing Deadspin's doing. You know, Deadspin, that used to be a sports website, now it's a far-left media organization. But at least Barstool's doing stuff original. I can't tell you. You really wonder. You really do. And I hate to make this a left versus right thing, but you do wonder if those on the political left who don't like the president, if they wake up every morning and the first thing they think about is, how am I going to criticize President Trump today? How is President Trump going to tick me off today? And they just go looking at his Twitter for something to complain about. I mean, really? Is that, is that all you have to do? You know, I, I look at November, and yes, obviously, if Joe Biden's elected president, uh, uh, that would be 
I, I think, awful. And uh, we'll have a lot to say if that happens. But the next day, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to get in my car, blast a, a little cascada, evacuate the dance floor to wake me up like I do every morning, come to work, and do the exact same thing I did the day before. But reading some of these tweets, reading some of the, these people on Twitter, I, I fear what's going to happen to them if President Trump wins a second term, like how they're going to wake up, because it seems like it really will affect their day. Like we might have to check in on them. I mean, some of these tweets, uh, another thing that you see just so much on Twitter, we're going to remember who supported them. Ooh, you're going to remember who supported. What are you going to do? How are you? We're going to, we're going to remember. We're going to block them on Twitter. Oh, wow. Big move. Congratulations. I'm just getting sick of the same stuff. Come up with something new. And the people who, who will, will tweet at me and, you know, uh, call me unoriginal. Okay, fair. But then I look at your Twitter. All you're doing is retweeting uh, Now This, CNN, and Brian Williams. That's not much original content either. But the, the new thing now is, the new thing now is we're going to remember who you are. And when, 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 when we get him out of the White House, we'll remember who supported him. Good for you. You know who might not remember who supported Trump? Joe Biden. Because he seemingly can't remember the guy he was the vice president for for eight years. I got more to say about this. I hope you're following along. Uh, if you have something to say, 716-803-0930 is the text tone. No, this isn't my topic, but it's just something that kind of set me off yesterday, and I thought I'd bring it to you. More after this here on WBEN. It's Joe Beamer, and before we went to the break, it's, again, I understand that a lot of people listening are probably saying, Joe, you millennial, we've got bigger issues, and you're complaining about what people are putting on social media. And the reason is, it just seems to be the same stuff. I follow over a thousand people on Twitter. And someone's answer was, well, then just uh, if you don't like it, stop following the people you disagree with. To me, that's no answer. Because I've said that a million times before. There's a reason I watch CNN. Obviously, I like high blood pressure because I like being angry all the time. And B, I like to see what the other side is. You know, I don't watch uh, Chris Cuomo because I agree with what he's saying or because I want to see him and his brother talk about growing up and uh, having dinner on Sundays at their mom's house. That's not what I'm talking. That's not why I watch it. But I like to see what the other opinion, people who don't see things the same way I do, I like to see what, what they, how they see something. I've always been interested by the other opinion. And that's why I say I always will always say, if you disagree with me, I'll put you at the top of the call list. I like talking to people who disagree with me as long as it can be a rational uh, conversation and doesn't go into name calling and bickering. But Twitter has just become, you know, CNN puts out a poll and then everyone to the left of the political uh, spectrum will tweet the exact same thing. Look what Trump's done. This isn't normal. We'll remember who voted for him. And when you see that, you know, 8,000 times a day, it gets annoying. It gets, and, and, and my other question is, so you, a uh, person who doesn't like Trump, why, 
would I rather see you tweet it when it's already been tweeted a hundred times? Like, say I have a thought, right? Which is rare. But say I have an original thought. Um, and I go on Twitter, I'm about to tweet it, and someone's already tweeted that same thing. Well, you know what? I'm probably just not going to tweet it. I'm probably just going to say, eh, someone beat me to it. You would think, if you go, oh, I got to tell people, I'm going to remember who voted for Trump. Eh, someone already has. And again, what does that mean? What does that mean? Say Trump does lose in November, and you remember who voted for him. You going to keep reminding me? I know who I voted for. What does that mean? Tell me what that means when you say, we'll remember who voted for him. Again, I'm not sure Joe Biden will remember who voted for him or that he ran against him. Because yesterday, oh yes, we've got two more. Joe Biden showing uh, his lack of remembering things. Remember when he was vice president? That was only you know a few years ago. Uh, do you remember who the president was? Apparently, Joe Biden doesn't. Because they invaded another country and annexed a significant portion of it called Crimea. Right. He's saying that it was President, my boss, it was his fault. President, my boss. And it was actually President Obama. That is who Joe Biden was the vice president for. So if someone could remind him, that'd be great. And then yesterday, hey, you know, we cover a lot of news here at WBEN. We watch a lot of news. Uh, Sandy, Tony, and I will talk about the news even off the air. I didn't realize that a third of Americans have died from the coronavirus. Apparently, uh, apparently we've got our numbers wrong here at WBEN because according to the guy running against Donald Trump, Unnecessarily, now we have over 120 million dead from COVID. 120 million people have died from COVID. That number's not even close to the worldwide number. But Joe Biden out there, the guy, again, who's been in D.C. for 50 years, and we had this conversation last week. I'm not repeating last week's show. But that guy who all of a sudden now is going to, quote, save the country. And remember, we'll remember who, who voted for Trump. We remember who you are. Uh, that guy, he's going to come in. He's going to save everything. He thinks 120 million people have died from the coronavirus. He also thinks that 150 million people have been killed by gun violence since 2007. Just reminding you of what he said during one of the debates when he was still open to the idea of debates. So that's just one thing. Social media. Hey, I understand a lot of people disagree with me. Believe me, I read our text board. A lot of people disagree with me. A lot of people think I suck. I, 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 see, the tw I see the texts. The texts are more original than the tweets, by the way. And, and I have no problem with people disagreeing with me. A lot of my friends disagree with me. But if you're going to tweet and you're going to put it in a tweet by you and not just a retweet, be original. That's all I'm asking. And you know what? If you don't think I'm original, call me out. I'm fine with that. Joe, you lack original content. I'm fine with that. Call, call me out all the time. I don't want to be a hypocrite. But just do something original. And again, I'll, I'll be very interested. Election day, obviously, I think if you listen to this, uh, this show, you know who I'm voting for. And if he doesn't win the next day, eh, okay, yeah, we'll try again in four years. A lot of people taking a look on Twitter, um, I don't think they're going to be able to go, eh, 
if Joe Biden doesn't win. If Joe Biden doesn't win, I think you're going to see a lot of people asking the next day off of work because, oh, oh no, now we have to wait four years to say again, we'll remember who voted for him. And just like I said, yeah, I hope Trump wins. I still think even though the polling, and I'm using air quotes, looks bad, I still think Trump will win in November. If Joe Biden does, guess what? Coming to work the same way I have the last four years. And I'm going to listen to a little cascada, evacuate the dance floor, wake myself up, get to work, open a monster energy, and just go about my day. But taking a look at a lot of the tweets, not sure a lot of people are going to be able to do that. When we come back, though, I do want to talk about, well, A, I have to tell you what Richard Marks said on CNN yesterday. Interestingly, the part that I want to tell you, CNN cut from their uh, post on Facebook, but I remember what he said, and I'm going to tell you what he said, and then we'll get into the topic. We're talking the pandemic, this miscommunication in New York State, and also, isn't it funny the people who tell you they don't want President Trump to play politics with the coronavirus are the exact same people that are playing politics with the coronavirus, probably even more than Donald Trump ever could? Am I the only one seeing this? We'll talk to you about it. And how would you feel if you're a business owner? You got ready. You were all ready to reopen. You paid thousands of dollars to get your company ready. And then less than a week before you were supposed to open. Hey, by the way, yeah, we're not going to do that. Well, that's what happened here in New York State. We'll talk about that and more here on WBEN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back. It is the Friday show here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Show Beamer with you. Hope you enjoyed that, uh, little opening rant I had prepared. It, it, it's just, I understand. I, I understand if you are a little older or you're not into social media, how you're probably listening to this and going, wow, Joe, really 30 minutes on Twitter. So if you didn't enjoy, I apologize. And I thank you for, uh, for staying tuned in. Now, before we get to the pandemic, yesterday I was watching CNN as you know, I, uh, I'll keep it on. I'll see what they're talking about. And sometimes, it, sometimes you just have to laugh. So Richard Marks was on there. And I'm not sure you remember who Richard Marks is. He, uh, he's the guy, wherever you go, whatever you do, that guy. I'll be right here waiting for you, him. He was on with Brianna Kiel Kielner 
And um, they're talking about, you know, uh, Sammy Hagar said that he wants to perform this summer, uh, regardless of the pandemic. So Richard Marks was talking about Sammy Hagar uh, originally. And then Brianna asked, now you're in California, who has seen a surge in coronavirus cases. Um, what would you attribute that to? They're asking Richard Marks, the guy who's right here waiting for you, asking him why California is seeing a surge in L.A. County. So we're talking about a liberal county inside one of the most liberal states. And I kid you not, Richard Marks blamed right-wing media for California's coronavirus surge. California, one of the bluest of blue states. They set the liberal agenda. New York follows it. And Richard Marks said, well, here in California, it's because those, uh, those people that watch right-wing media aren't wearing masks. Tough sell, Richard Marks. Tough sell. So this morning, I went back in CNN video and tried to find that clip. And they had actually posted that interview. So I thought, well, home run. I'm going to be able to bring the, uh, bring the clip for the audience. Interestingly, they cut off the end of the Richard Marks interview. They only kept the part where he was talking about Sammy Hagar. Did not include his comments on why California was seeing a surge. But I thought that was interesting. He's going to blame, quote, right-wing media for California's coronavirus surge. <laughs> interesting stuff. Like I said, sometimes you just have to laugh. You just have to sit there and laugh. Now, here in New York State, well, more specifically, right here, in Western New York, we are about to enter phase four. And if you haven't been playing along at home, phase four is the fourth phase of the four phase reopening. So you would assume that most businesses are going to open here in phase four. And we had been told just as much. We had been told that phase four You'll see malls, movie theaters, obviously uh, with a limited capacity, uh, open, as well as gyms. And you notice I put gyms as the last thing I said, because apparently I've been talking about gyms being closed way too much. So I didn't want to emphasize on the gyms when I was presenting the story. So we were told these were going to open, and business owners, stores at the mall, movie theater owners had put in the uh, precautions, had added the screen guards, the sneeze guards, and put a lot of money into their reopening, thinking, all right, we can finally start opening our doors. We can finally start making money again for movie theaters showing new movies. For malls, hey, we might actually be able to get in on summer shopping. A lot of you are still wearing your winter clothes because you haven't been able to know. <laughs> but, you know, a lot of stores in the mall were, were, were excited. All right, we'll be able to get summer shopping and back to school if there is a back to school shopping. And, and they had gone into their stores. They had cleaned them up. They had gotten ready to have a limited capacity, but a safe shopping experience. And then out of nowhere... And as we heard from some business owners, not even communicated right to them, the governor, who ended his daily uh, talk show, 
the governor said, oh, yeah, shopping malls, movie theaters. I know we said you were going to open in phase four, uh, but you're not. We're actually not going to have you reopen in phase four. Very similar to what happened in L.A. County a few weeks ago when two days before movie theaters were about to open, L.A. County said, yeah, we're not letting you open movie theater. Sorry, I know you were ready. You, you spent all that money, but we're going to just uh, we're going to say no. So remember last week we were kind of happy. I was talking about uh, Governor Cuomo was having his series finale of the daily talk show. But now it's starting to make sense why he ended it. And why the only appearances we see the governor on are with his brother on CNN. I think it's because they are really just last minute everything with this reopening process. You go to the New York Forward website and it's very vague, very vague. All right. And then you listen to the county executive. You listen to the lieutenant governor. You listen to members of our government in Albany. And they seem to all agree at one point that we were going to have almost a full reopening. Again, you have to wear a mask. Again, social distancing, limit capacity. I'm not saying that anyone thought phase four, the state was going to be reopened just like in February. That's not what I'm saying. But there was an understanding, and I'm not just saying that it was suggested. It was told. We were told that we would have theaters, malls, and gyms open in phase four. Now, if you a month ago wanted to say, you know what, we're looking at numbers, we're looking at states where, where malls and gyms are open, and we're going to have to set, uh, take that out of phase four. But you didn't do it a month ago. You did it less than a week before these businesses were about to open. There just seems to be a lot of miscommunication. And maybe that's why Governor Cuomo isn't doing his daily talk show Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul, minus being at a few appearances, hasn't really been talking to local media. You know, I, I would, would like to be able to come on here and say the county executive said one thing and now look what's happening. Uh, but I'm not, I don't think it's Mark Polonkar's fault because I think we all, we all were told gyms were going to open. Gym owners were told they were going to open. So I'm not blaming the county executive. But there is obviously a miscommunication from Albany to the rest of the state. So that's the first part. What do you think of this miscommunication in these last minute additions and subtractions from the different phases? I mean, at one point, gyms and malls thought they were in phase two or three. And just imagine if you're a store inside the mall. You're one of the ones inside the mall. And you're seeing Macy's and you're seeing JCPenney's and all these exterior stores open, able to have customers, able to make sales. But since you're inside the mall, you're not able to. And what's the governor say? He blamed the HVAC system. I worked in retail for over five years. Believe me, that is updated regularly. That is addressed on a regular basis. I don't think you're going to win with the HVAC argument, especially when, hey, yeah, the HVAC at the mall might be questionable or at the gyms might be questionable. But hey, you know, the RAF building, 
you know, with all the bed bugs and the mini fires, well, that's going to reopen. That HVAC system's fine. That building's fine to go into. You might have to make room for the bed bugs. But the RAF building, hey, we're going to let our employees back in on Monday. Come back to work. It's fine. It's healthy. Don't you dare go through that mall. Don't you dare go to that gym. But uh, the headquarter of bed bugs, yes, they're reopened. We're, we're good to go. We're, we're a safe place to, uh, to get back to work. Just doesn't make sense. And we have the travel ban. We have the miscommunication. And it all, to me, comes back to political games. We're going to get into that. I would like to know what you think. The first part of it is miscommunication. What do you think about phase three? No, now it's phase four. Actually, no, it's phase four plus two weeks. Well, if it was going to be more than phase four, maybe we shouldn't have numbered the phases or say it was a four-phase system. I just, again, I understand. You look at states where gyms were open. You look at states where malls were open. And you say, you know what, we're going to pump the brakes. But you're telling me this information wasn't available before a week prior to going to phase four? I'm not buying it. I got a whole lot of other things I want to get into, but I'd also like to talk to you about this. 803-0930, star 930. The text board is open at 803-0930. It's Joe Beamer talking to you after this on WBEN. It's Joe Beamer. It is Friday here on WBEN. And... Before people say, oh, Joe, you just want to open everything else up and uh, let's just go back to it the way it was in February. It's not what I'm saying at all. Obviously, if you're out in public, wear a mask. I was on vacation last week. Guess what? We still put a mask on when we went into stores, when we were mo- moving from the, the bar to the table. We were, we were doing exactly what the CDC tells us to do. I'm not saying just reopen everything, but there is a smart way of doing it. And like I said, I have a lot of stuff to talk about the pandemic, but I think as we, we addressed last segment, the, misunder, the miscommunication is, I think, brutal. And I think people are finally starting to see that not only is there miscommunication to the residents of New York State, but there seems to be a miscommunication between politicians. And it's becoming very clear now. Hey, I get it. Someone texted in. Yes, I understand things change. You see cases go up state by state. But six days before the open, six days you decided to take malls, movie theaters, and gyms. And I'm sorry, I'm all for local business. I've visited a few restaurants since the reopening, and I'm not saying to close restaurants. But I think it's the argument can be made. Someone sitting at a table eating with no mask on, because you really can't eat with a mask on. Okay, that person, say, uh, and I know if you're having breakfast, I apologize, but we've all eaten with that person who talks when they eat, uh, has been known to regularly choke on part of what they're eating, okay? You're telling me those coughs and, and getting their saliva in the air? Same thing could happen is going to happen at the gym, So it's okay to happen at restaurants, but not at the gym. The gyms that have taken the precautions and most likely people who are going to the gym aren't sick, don't have COVID-19. I would think, I would think again, you want to have a check, check for temperature when you walk in. Of course, we go through all that stuff. And Under Armour now has masks that they say you can work out in, which would be great. 
Let's get those on mass. Let's get those to fitness centers, especially in those states that have been hit hard. But it just seems to be, I can make an argument. You know, everyone wants to say, Joe, you over talk about the gyms and the saliva going in the air when you're working out hard. Well, maybe we have to work out with a mask on. I'm going to try it. I'm going to run four miles with a mask over the weekend and tell you all how, how, it, how it went. But we, again, if that was an issue, did the way people work out change from when we put these phases into, into play? You know how it is when you work out. So why were gyms ever included in phase two at one point, now phase four, now nothing? That's all. That's my argument. It's just, it's, it's funny how it's changed. Also, political games. You've, you've got Governor Cuomo talking about how the president wants to play political games. Well, just look at, at, at the governor's travel ban. The travel ban, the states he addressed, are all conservative states. California is seeing a huge surge in coronavirus cases. Again, because Richard Marx says it has to do with, uh, with right-wing media. But California's seen a surge. Somehow California is not on the travel ban list. I've got a lot more to get into, but first we got to check in with Rush. When we come back, we're talking to you here on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.